0: Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah in Ahmadu who and a star in who and a starfer who and no be he when a tawakalu ali when a rudu villa him in shururi and fusina woman say ya tia malina mudilla who may you the little who falla ha diella la ilaha illa who a hula shari ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل إن كُنتم تحبون الله فاتبعوني يُحْبِبُكُمُ الله ويوفر لكم ذنوبكم والله غفور رحيم وقال تعالى في مقام آخر لقد كان لكم في رسول الله أسوة حسنة لمن كان يرجو الله لمن كان يرجو الله واليوم الآخر وذكر الله كثيرا وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من أحب سنتي فقد أحبني ومن أحب ومن أحبني كان معي في الجنة وكما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين my respected elders, ulama, elders, brothers and sisters in Islam.
1: The topic which I have been given is regarding the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the great efforts our elders took to preserve the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Firstly, let us understand from the Quran Sharif, from the Quran, the value of the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that O Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tell them "Qul in kuntum تُحِبُّونَ Allah." Say, if you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you claim to love Allah, you claim to be a true believer, tabi'uni. Then the proof of the claim is you must follow the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. يُحْبِبُكُمْ اللَّهُ وَيَغْفِرُ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ Allah will love you. And Allah will forgive your sins. Subhanallah, the ulema say that to love is very easy but to become a beloved is difficult to be a lover is easy a person loves a rose so any person can love a rose a rich person a poor person a wealthy person I mean a, a sick person a healthy person any person you've got no qualities you can love a rose the rose is beloved why is the rose beloved because the rose has got qualities it is, it's, the smell is wonderful The the, the, the color of it is very beautiful, attractive So because of the beauty of the rose and the smell of the rose A person is very easy to love a rose For a rose to be beloved it has to have qualities So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the beloved Allah has got qualities of kamal and perfection and beauty and jamal And, and every kind of perfection is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so it's only automatic that we have to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If a person doesn't love Allah, there's something wrong with him. But a person has to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is called Marifat, to recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this unfortunately many of us come in the world, we live our whole life, but we never recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I created Jinnat in Insan to recognize to worship me. Mujahid Rahmatullah says, Eliya Arifoon. How will a person really worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala When he will get ma'rifat and recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We have not made an effort in that line Who is Allah? The greatness of Allah, the grandeur of Allah, the favors of Allah The names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The more we will go into that A person will recognize who Allah is And when a person recognizes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah will become the most beloved to him Because Allah has got all qualities of perfection But in this ayat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Say that if you love me you have to love Allah then follow my lifestyle. Follow the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah will love you. Allah will become the lover. And you will become the beloved. Subhanallah. We know what we are. Full of weaknesses. Full of faults. But Allah said that if the beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's life is in your life. You are following that way. This, these are such qualities within you. That I will become the lover now and you will become the beloved. Allah will love you And you are human beings You will make mistakes Allah will forgive your sins In Another verse of the Quran Sharif Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says In the life of Rasulullah There is a very beautiful lifestyle A beautiful example But for who is a beautiful example? The life of Nabi Is a beautiful example We have to follow the life of Nabi One person one day He went to the tailor He was getting married So he told the tailor Here's my sample I'm giving you And I want a nice I'm giving you the material And I'm giving you the sample I want you to follow And make me something exactly the same size So after two weeks he went Two days before his nikah Before his marriage And the person told him He gave him one Another kind of dress Not what he had asked for and very gaudy looking, different colors, material was completely different, was changed also. So he said, What's this? I, I don't want this. I gave you a sample and I wanted you to, f- to follow exactly the sample, the same size I wanted, and I wanted the same design and the same style, and you give me something else. This person says, No, let me explain to you that this was, anyhow, he was upset, he went to the Qadi, to the judge. You must, I'm not happy about this, I want a refund so the tailor said let me explain to you, you see this man he brought me some material from the 1970s it's old material I got the latest 2040 material 10 years ahead of time 20 years ahead of time I've got this wonderful material so I decided to make it something which is very modern, very beautiful and now this man will be much more happy. I thought he'll be and he's getting upset with me so then the judge will say that no, the point you are mentioning is, is it's valid, I understand what, what your intention was. But you don't look at intention. He asked you for a certain thing, he gave you the example and he wanted it in that way. So similarly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a sample and Allah says I want this, I want like this. This is the sample I want. I don't want a new, new model. I want the sample of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For you, in the life of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is a beautiful sample, a beautiful example. So even if a person is chopping and changing, uh, there was one day one person... He got married, so he went to his wife, and he told her that, you know, I've bought a trousers, and trousers is too long, so can you please hem it for me, trim it for me? So she said, no problem. No, she got actually upset about him. She said, you know, the whole day I'm slogging and working for you, so why must I do this for you? Your mother, the whole day she's sitting and cackling and making noise and, lo- and troubling me, and she's doing nothing at all. Go and give her the work. So anyhow, he went to his mother, Mother got upset with him. She said, My son, I got you married. Now your wife is there. She must make you a khidmat. She must serve you. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do all this work for you. She got upset. She didn't listen to him. So he felt bad now. So he went to his sister. He asked his sister, Can you please help and assist me? I need to trim the trouser of mine and hem uh, it. And I can utilize it. It's too long for me. So, anyhow, she gave him a whole long mouthful. So, her whole life I've been looking after you. Now you got married a few months ago. Now it's your wife's duty and responsibility. So anyhow, this man felt very sad. He went, he put his trouser, he hung it up, and he went to sleep. His wife felt bad after a while. You know, my husband, first time he asked me after we got married, so I should have listened to him. So anyhow, she went, and he said they must cut off about 10 centimeters. It's too long, 10, 15 centimeters. So she went, now she took a... Measuring tape, 15 centimeters. She cut off and she hemmed it, and she hung it back on a place. The so mother felt a bit bad also after a while, and she thought to herself, "My son, after so long, is asking me for some work. So let me also go and make his khidmat So anyhow, she went and she took off 15 centimeters from there also, and she hemmed it and she left it there. And after a while, the sister thought to herself that my husband and uh, my brother, after so long, is asking me to do something. So she went and she. Trump did and she cut it. Next morning the man woke up. He found an underpants there. Eh? <laughs> so this is, we've got a beautiful example in the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. If a person is chopping and changing, every time, this doesn't make sense. So we chop one place here, another place we chop, another place we chop. We try to appease other people to show them that Islam is, no, Islam is not like this. here. Eh? This, this part of Islam has to be cut off. It has to be removed. We are living in a modern world. So we're going to continue cutting at Islam. In the life of Rasulullah sallallahu Until eventually nothing remains of Islam So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says That if you want an example Look in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam But who, who is this? The person whose object of life is Allah To please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The person whose object of life is the akhirat The life of the year after And the one who remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in abundance this For this person Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Will be a beautiful example Nabi wa sallam didn't say He'll be a beautiful example For everyone He'll be a beautiful example For the person Who's got akhirat Who's got the life of the year After his object of life One hadith Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Said bi sunnati Wa Sunnatil al-mahdiyin Hold firm unto my sunnat And the sunnat And the path Of the great khulafa Who had passed me And the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Said alayha bin nawajid Hold firm onto it with your molars. Like when you're biting something, how you bite onto it so firmly, it must never leave your mouth. You put something in, the fr- in front and you bite onto it, somebody can pull it out and you can break your tooth. But if you want to hold something very firmly, you hold firm onto it with the molars. So Nabi Muhammad said, hold firmly onto, your, your, onto the sunnah with the molars. And then Nabi Muhammad said, beware of all new, new matters which will come out, innovations which will come out. Because every new innovation, every new life, new way is a bidah, is an innovation. دولالة دولالة and every innovation is a means of misguidance. And this will lead a person to the fire of Jahannam. SubhanAllah, so we have got the beautiful lifestyle of Rasulullah. And we need to learn. Ulama say that there are four duties and responsibilities of every ummati, every person. Regarding the Sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they say this, st- easy words, two L's, two P's. L, we have to learn the Sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa And one of our pious predecessors, the tariqah and the way and the method was, to teach the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu in this way, mashallah, they spread the Sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When you will teach the kitabs of hadith, and, we will, and they go into the depths of every single sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in today's time, mashallah, there are many books available in English also, to, which our ulama have simplified to show us what is the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa For example, you'll get Shama'il al-Tirmidhi, or you will get Sunan al-Kubra, the Sunnets of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa you get simple, simple <speaking> up- kitabs also. Uswai rasul Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Dr. Abdullah Arifi, rahmatullahi alayhi kitab sallam. Hazrat Murana Shahaki, Muhammad Akhtar Saab, rahmatullahi alayhi wa kitab. The beautiful sunnets of our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu wa There are many many books On the sunnets life of Nabi sallallahu wa So the first thing we we'll have to do is to learn The sunnets of Nabi sallallahu wa The second responsibility is to love The sunnets of Nabi sallallahu wa There are certain sunnets of Nabi sallallahu wa Which is maybe in today's time is not practical for us to follow For example if we decide to bring a camel now And we want to ride upon it On the roads of, of Chicago And we are riding with it And obviously the police will come first They lock us up in jail They'll find us And maybe it's not practical for us to travel from one place to another But it is a sunnah of my Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam I must love it and cherish it in my heart If I get an opportunity also Get an opportunity, I'll sit on a camel With the intention of following the sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam My Nabi did it So I, I've got love in my heart for it I've got weakness, I cannot follow it But I love every single sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And then the third thing is to practice the sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Whatever we are weak We cannot become Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam But we, we can try to become like him we can try to imitate him in every way. I will give you some examples of our elders, how much of effort they made to imitate and to bring in their lives, the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And what in what ways they went out of their way. They learned the sunnahs of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa and then they tried to practice upon the every single sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa And then the last one is to propagate the sunnahs of Nabi sallallahu Whatever I learn, I will propagate. Subhanallah, what great virtue Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said. He said, the person who brings alive my sunnat After it has, it has been killed It has been destroyed Nobody is practicing upon the sunnats of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam But he brings it alive Then for him will be the reward of all of those people Till the day of Qiyamah Who continue practicing on the Sunnets of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Without the reward of anybody d- decreasing in the But And on the other hand A person who starts an innovation Something new Which was not found in the, in the old times In the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam then this person and whoever follows him thereafter Will fall into misguidance And they will go away And the, reward, the punishment of all of those people Who will follow him thereafter in the wrong action This will continue till the day of Qiyamah So we've got a beautiful lifestyle of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam We have to look always back 1400 years back What was the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam What was his tariqah and way Then a person inshallah he will know we, we don't need to go forward in life For deen we must go backwards The more backwards we will go The more successful, successful a person will be if you will follow Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa You will find hidayat, you will find guidance So uh, once Hazrat mufti Muhammad Shafi Sab rahmatullahi Very great alim of Pakistan Mufti Taqi Usmani We all have, must have heard of him One of the greatest scholars In, in the present uh, in the world, in the Islamic world His father is a very great scholar Very great alim of deen So he was in Pakistan So once he went to, uh, to the grave of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Rosa Mubarak and to convey his salams He said I felt very embarrassed To go forward Because the true lover of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Understands how deficient we are in fulfilling the The students of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam trying to imitate his life So he said I felt very embarrassed to go front Many people unfortunately when they go there They show a lot of disrespect In today's time the person has got his cell phone And he's taking selfies Imagine you're standing in front of, a, of, your, of your Ustad Your scholar And now you come to meet him Instead of making salam and humbling yourself you take out a picture and you're making, taking selfies of yourself. It's a thing of embarrassment. A person is making tawaf of Kaaba Sharif. And it's an act of worship. An act of worship. You are worshiping, you are showing your humbleness and servitude before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a person is taking a selfie of himself. Worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a thing of show. Qurbani is an, is an act of worship. A person is worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And now he's taking selfies, he's showing the whole world. An act of worship is supposed to be done with sincerity, with ikhlas. And it's not a show to show the whole world I'm standing before Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi We have to go with humility, humbleness And the ruh and the soul of, of ibadah is taken out When a person is now using all of these things uh, he's, he's showing off, he's boasting And there's a lot of blessings he's taken away from this year So anyhow, a person now is going before Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He's supposed to show the most amount of, of respect uh, It comes in the Quran La tarfau aswa'takum in Nabi. Do not raise your voice above the voice of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi you must not speak amongst your, to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Do not speak loudly in front of him Like how you speak to one uh, amongst yourselves It must not happen That because of disrespect to the Rasul of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam All your actions will be destroyed And you don't even know it How will a person's actions be destroyed? Because of disrespect Disrespect leads a person to kufr Many times it leads a person to leaving the fall of Islam and because of this, a person's a'mal and actions of life will be completely destroyed. The person doesn't even know I've left the fall of Islam. May Allah protect and save us. So anyhow, Mufti Shafi was standing, and he was standing at a distance and feeling shy to go forward. And then sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a means of a miracle. Allah inspires certain people. So he heard a voice coming from the Rosa in Mubarak, from the, the, the grave of Nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasallam, And saying that, oh, Mufti Shafi, that... Even though that many people are coming very close to me But in reality they are very far from me They are standing very close to me here yeah. But in reality they are far from my sunnets So they are far from me And there are many many people who are far from me They're not even here They are very far from me But in reality they are close to me Because they've got their sunnets in my life So the more we will follow the sunnets of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi The more we will get the love of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi We will get the love of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala we will get closest to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. and one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, there will be many, many groups, the, the Jews and the Christians, they divided into 72 groups. And my ummah also will divide into 73 groups. And all of them will be worthy of the fire of Jahannam, except one group. sahaba radiallahu asked, oh, Nabi sallallahu Alaihi wa who is this one group? He said, ma'ana alayhi wa ashabi. That path upon which I am, and which my Sahaba radiallahu are following. If the more we will come ourselves closer to the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, to the life of Sahaba radiyallahu Anhum, then the person must know that he is worthy of, of Jannat. And every Salat so that what we are reading, Ihidina Surat Mustaqim. mustaqim Allah, guide us on a straight path. And not on the path of the Jews and the Christians. Uh, the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, so many Hadith, حَذْوَا Nali bin na'ali, He said, you will follow the Jews and Christians, step by step. How are you making a shoe? We will find this. so much, so one of them will commit zina with his own mother." We will also come at zina with our mothers From my ummah they will get people like that there Whatever they are doing, we are doing exactly the same thing They've got a Christmas card So we'll make an Eid card Just now, we are following the Christians But now we just want to imitate them in a certain way They've got a certain lifestyle So we must follow that lifestyle But we'll just Islam, Islamize it Give it the Islamic taste, the Islamic flavor So now it's, it's, a, it's a Muslim it's a Muslim thing So we're doing exactly what they are doing But we're just giving it an Islamic flavor we have to look uh, There are so many things uh, we do Which ex- 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 is exactly like the ways of the Christians and, and the Jews But it's just as I'm mentioning If we look back A birthday party This is something which is completely alien to Islam Sahaba, you know, I mean, all carried on Nobody ever did it But amongst the um, uh, Greek people They felt on the day of your birthday There are many monsters and spooks coming to you They're you know, attack you So you put lights on that day and then if a person blows those lights off, those candles off Then he'll, get, he'll be able to be defeat the forces of evil and the forces of darkness So the Christian people took on to it They started doing it And then many people now, we follow them also So we also do these things So there are many, many things which comes in It creeps into a person, creeps into a group, a society We have to look In, the, in, in For example, a simple thing also, the calendar We All of us, we are Muslims But how many of us follow the Muslim calendar? If I ask you, what's the date of birth? You tell me I was born in January, I was born in February, I was born in April, I was born in August. But what is the Islamic calendar? I was born in Muharram, I was born in Dhul-Hijjah, I was born in dhul Do we even know the Islamic dates? We are Muslims. Our first allegiance is to Islam. Yes, now obviously we're meeting non-Muslim person, you won't tell him Dhul-Hijjah and dhul But as a Muslim, my own identity, how much do I have of the sunnah of Nabi in my life? The ulema say this is sunnah, it's far kifaya. For the Muslims to look after the Islamic calendar, to preserve the Islamic calendar. MashaAllah, we know where Ramadan comes, people know. But there are many people in the world when the Jama'ats go out and they meet them, they don't even know it's the month of Ramadan. And when a person goes away further and further, we don't realize it. One generation passes, and then the sunnah is taken out, people don't even know the months of the year, Islamic months of the year. So, anyhow, our, our elders, how particular and strict they were on following the sunnah of Nabi wasalam, and they made an effort to bring this into their lives. They studied one-one sunnah of Nabi sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam. One is in, in the acts of worship That my acts of worship For example, performing wudu Ajay Abdul Wahab Sab, Rahmatullahi alayhi, a very great elder of The work of Dawud and Tabligh, he passed away recently So they one kitab has been written about his life He said once, he became sick And they were making wudu for him So while they were making wudu So they took the water And they started washing from his, his elbows Coming down so he said, no, the sunnah way is You must wash from your hands coming up Nowadays many of us wash under the tap So when you wash under the tap We put our hands one time, two times, three times We wash our hands three times But the sunnah way is If you are using a mud Using the, the, the way how Nabi Sallallahu Normally used to use that container When the water comes The water will always come from the top coming down So you once wash once, second time, third time That's the sunnah way And then also So immediately he said You are washing against the sunnah way you were pouring the water from the elbow, coming down. Whereas the Sunnah way is to wash from the fingers, coming up. So, firstly, in our acts of worship, we have to look at the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What was the life of Nabi Sallallahu How he performed these acts of worship, his ibadat, uh, and uh, that, Mashallah. Most of us, Alhamdulillah, we know ibadat. I must follow the, the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. In ibadat, our fasting, our zakat, our Hajj, all of these. Generally, people will follow, they know that we have to follow the sunnah of Nabi. And only in that way, there is Imam Ghazali rahmatullahi, says a person who doesn't follow the sunnah in acts of worship is either he's got uh, open foolishness, he's a mad person. Because how will his ibadah be accepted in the court of Allah? Subhanahu wa ta'ala? Or he says he's got kufr khafi, he's got kufar, hidden kufr in his heart. And that is why he's, he's following it. But besides ibadat, the ayat of the Quran Allah says, one is ita'at? ita'at. means to obey. I give you a command, you must obey me. And one is ittiba'at. Ittiba'at means to follow. In Arabic, they call one the animal, it's called a tabi'ir. Tabi'ir is a, the calf. And the calf, how it follows its mother. As the mother walks one, one step, the small calf walks behind you, he also walks the same step. Then he walks there. the mother walks the next step, the child also walks like that. So Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, said, follow me. So look at our elders. For example, a simple sunnah, like sitting on the floor. Uh, Hazrat to say, He ka ajmal tariqa hai, ashal The way of the Sunnat is the most beautiful way. It's the most simplest way. It's the most perfect way. A person wants to eat. Rasulullah said, I eat like how a slave eats. One is a person eats with arrogance, he's sitting on a chair, he's got an armrest also, he's sitting up with pride and arrogance. But we got the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he will sit on the floor. And he says I eat like how a slave eats And don't think there wasn't tables in the time of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi There were tables in the time of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi That's why the hadith says That Nabi sallam never ate on a table How will the sahaba know they was, they, they, He never ate on a table There was no tables in that time So he chose amongst other people there was tables But Nabi Sallallahu sat on the, on the floor and ate So once Mulana Hussein Ahmad Madani Rahmatullahi He went to one Dawud And he saw the people sitting on a table And he became very upset And he said this is not the way of my Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He ate as a servant eats so immediately he turned and he walked, was about to walk away The host felt very embarrassed He quickly told the people, please remove the table, put it down And let him eat on the floor This is how our elders preserved Outwardly it might seem like very trivial things But these small, small sunnats Have got great value in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So as I mentioned say it's, the, it's the most simplest way If you want to have a dawah When you call 200 people Now you need tables and chairs, how many tables you need? How many chairs you need? how much you have to order and organize but the sunnah tariqah, you put one hand down and you get 20 people sitting on that no cost easiest way, the most cheapest of ways simplest of ways most healthiest of ways a person is sitting up, he doesn't get that amount of benefit as when a person is sitting and squatting down a person's stomach is a bit more crouched a person eats less also, he doesn't fulfill his, his desires so there's more health for a person there's uh, the reward a person is getting is following the Sunnah Tariqah of Nabi is the most beautiful way, the most comfortable way. A person removes his shoes. You're removing a shoe so comfortable a person feels when he's eating food also. Most akmal, most perfect way you read Bismillah before eating, and you're getting closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there can't be something more perfect than this. So in every way in the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and really the life of Nabi Slam is something natural. It's not something unnatural. We are living, unfortunately, in an unnatural world, so things become difficult. Example: I have to wear clothing every day. I said, "Muhammadusshulah, and We heard from many of our elders also that they could not bear to see a person is drinking with the left hand. One of my ustads told me: He said, one day, I was sitting with one great sheikh, Muhammadusshulah, rahmatullahi, and he says that one, I saw his whole body shaking, and he couldn't speak, and he was like so upset, and he was like shocked. I'm looking around, what is happening to him? And I saw one man sitting and he's drinking water with the left hand. I quickly told him, Hazrat, don't drink water with the left hand. Drink with the right hand. It's the sunnah of Nabi. Sallam. And Nabi, sallam, the, the shaitan eats with the left hand. And Nabi, he to drink with the right hand. So immediately he took the, the, the water with the right hand. And he said, The minute I did this yeah, I saw my sheikh, my ustad. Immediately his body came right. That he could not bear actually. His, his, his nature had become such, a person's nature becomes sunnah, that even if a person is unconscious, uh, it's, it's not possible for a person to practice. There are examples of people, they were unconscious. And people were trying to take out their clothing Take out the right first And that person refused In a state of unconsciousness To let his arm lift up And eventually they took out from the left hand In a state of unconsciousness And now then the clothing was taken out easily from a person Because the sunnah becomes nature of a person This is an effort a person has to, has to make So I was mentioning one incident I, I forgot now uh, The point I was trying to mention but Anyhow uh, yes. Will, so in, sunnah is something which is natural Every morning you wake up what does a person do when you wake up in the morning? We rub our eyes. It's a sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Doctors in today's time have found there's so many benefits. Whether the doctors will find benefits, or they don't find benefits. And it's our yaqeen and conviction that in the life of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, because Allah is created, explained to Nabi Sallallahu this is the best life. The knowledge of all people, of the past and present and future, the greatest knowledge was given to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Any doctor, any scientist, any philosopher, till the day of Qiyamah, where his knowledge will end, it's not even the beginning of the knowledge of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi So really when we will follow that lifestyle There will be so many benefits in there That the, the, the doctors will come And they will prove all of their things And then where they know, the limit the, the knowledge comes to a limit in the end Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi far, far are great in We don't need all of those things of theirs We just know that I, my, my Nabi has done this here yeah? I will follow this There is my benefit of dunya and akhirat for me This world and the year after Because Allah has loved that lifestyle And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is our creator He knows what's best for us now we woke up in the morning, now we have to put on our trousers. So there are three ways of wearing a trouser. One is the shaitani way, that you put on the left first. And one is the sunnat way, you put on the right first. And there's one third way, that you suspend the trousers on top, and you run and jump and you try to put both the legs inside one time. So don't ever try such a thing also, I'm sure you'll miss also, and you'll fall down, you'll break your leg. So in actual fact, there's only one way of wearing a trouser. you have got the life of Rabbi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But we have to learn the sunnah. And now, intentionally, a person has put on his trouser, the right first and then the left. So, as I mentioned, our elders, they were so particular, not only in acts of worship, but even acts of adat, of habit. How I'm eating, I'm eating with my right hand, I'm sitting on the floor and eating. Uh, regarding Bayans, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi used to sit on the chair also in Bukhara Shari, if the narration comes there, then Nabi Sallallahu was sitting on a chair. So now we're sitting on a chair with that intention. When I came and sat on the chair, I made this intention. That Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He to sit on a chair and give bayan also He sat on a mimr also and he gave bayan He stood up also and he gave bayan So whichever a person is practicing upon We've got an example for this also In the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa uh, The effort of deen, spreading of deen This also we've got the example of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There are many ways of spreading the deen Of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala But in the life of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, How did Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa spread the deen? Subhanallah there are many people spreading the, 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 the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in different, different ways. In today's time also you will get many people spreading the, the, the deen in different ways. But the way we will be accepted in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one which is closest to the tariqah and way of Rambi sallallahu Even if less people get died outwardly, but it is closer to the way of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah, Allah will put barakat and blessings in that. There was a very great scholar, Munan rashid Ahmad Gangway, rahmatullahi, and... There was another great scholar in his time rahmatullahi, who became eventually the Mujadid and the reviver of Islam in the 14th century. So in those times they used to have all of these uh, Milad celebrations and in these Milad celebrations they have many Rusumat and customs and many fabricated hadith and many many funny things they have there and they have the intermingling of men and women and then they have uh, the and the songs and music and, and also, but they have some drums in there and they have music also and then people sit up late at night and the next morning Fajr Salat is missed out and all in the, in the name of the love of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and they fabricate a hadith to show the great virtue of that night if you don't come on this night you'll be doomed to hell and if a person comes then this is the reward he will get and all of these things are fabricated and they are not correct they are not according to the sunnah tariq of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the time of Sahaba, tabin, Tabi, Tabi, Tabi and such a things were not found so Rashid Amal Gangway Rahmatullahi was very hurt And he never used to like this here because this was an innovation It was not something which was found in the time of the pious predecessors And people were turning actually There is some benefit in there But in, in wine also there is some benefit فِي Ismun,, إِثْمٌ nas. Allah says there is also definitely benefit for people But there is major sins also in, in, found in it So he was not happy at all And there was his student And somebody close to him was مُولَانَ أَشْرَ وَلِي He used to go for these bayans and he used to give the lectures and many people used to change their lives also. So he he found out al my, rahmatullah my Sheikh and my Ustad is not happy with me that I'm giving these lectures. So he wrote a letter to him and there was a few correspondence and this has been written in great detail. He explained to him. And he said that the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above everything, that no matter how much of benefit people are getting, but what the action which you are doing is incorrect. Because and then he gave him all of his reasons. And then eventually al Shahitamir Rahmatullah understood. And he explained to him that by you going there, he said, "Hazrat, I'm going there and people's lives are changing. Many people are coming out of bid'ah, they're coming out of innovations, they are, this is happening, these benefits they are getting. He said, these benefits are there. There are those benefits, but the harms which are being caused. And many other people are using you as an example. And then they are going and they are not fulfilling the, the same usuls and principles which you are doing. And there are so many of these other customs in, in, in other places. And they're using you. So anyhow, there's a whole long thing he, he wrote. And he said that the boast and the ideal way Will be to spread the way the the, the the tariqah of Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, According to the tariqah of Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Spread the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala According to the tariqah of Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, The way of Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So anyhow eventually He accepted And he went away And he he moved to Tanabawan, and another place And he started doing his revivalist effort And through the, 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 the benefit of that Millions of lives of people were changed After that. Allah gave so much of barakat and blessings That many many people's lives changed because of him Rashid Amman Gangwayi himself at that time he never had so many followers but amongst him he had one student by the name of Monana Ilyas Rahmatullahi and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired Monana Ilyas with the work of Dawat and Tabligh and with this work mashallah throughout the world students had become alive millions of lives of people had changed With the qurbani and the sacrifice in America maybe about 30 40 or 50 years ago uh, people were reading Juma Salat on a Sunday the masjids were closed. There was no sign of, uh, of, a, of, of, of the sunnat libas. There was no sign of, of women in hijab, women covering themselves, women wearing niqab. It is the effort of those people who walked. Uh, people came one year in jama'at. They started walking the length and breadth of America. Masjids became open. Uh, Jum'a Salat became now on, uh, on Friday. Salat became in the lives of people. Then Islamic identity was formed amongst people. And this all came with Qurbanian sacrifice. The way of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to spread the sunnahs of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to spread the lifestyle of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam needs qurbani, needs sacrifice. Batil and falsehood will spread with wealth. It will spread with name and fame. It will spread with show. Uh, When uh, Hiraqal, the non-Muslim king, this comes in Bukhari Sharif, he asked uh, Abu Sufyan, who was a non-Muslim at that time, that this Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has come with something new now, he's come with a new religion. So tell me, are his followers increasing or decreasing? Have they got nine like numbers? He said, no, they started off very small. But slowly, slowly, they are increasing every day. They are getting bigger and bigger. So Hirakal, non-Muslim, the Christian, he said, that this is how haq and the truth spreads. It starts off small, but then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it flourish slowly, 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 and it flourishes. And there's barakat and blessings and there's goodness in that. And batil and falsehood, how it starts off with a big bang. A uh, person has got money, he's got wealth, he's got status, he's got... All of these things. This is how batil and falsehood, it spreads. And, it, and, and for a short while, the Quran Sharif mentions about batil and falsehood, it remains, it's like bubble. You've got water, pure water, but you've got bubbles on top of the water. And the bubbles remain there. And after a short while, the bubbles eventually, they burst. What will benefit the people, Allah will keep it. It will remain on the earth. It will remain on the surface of the earth. Goodness will come out from there. So in every aspect of our life, whether it's our ibadat, whether it's our adat, our habits, whether it's the effort of deen, also. We have to look at the life of Nabi. Wa our, our clothing. What was the, the, the clothing of Nabi? Wa our identity of a Muslim. Uh, we are living in, in non Muslim countries, so really to keep our Muslim identity is of great importance, utmost importance. There are many places in the world which you go. A person actually thinks if you go to a Palestine and many of these Arab countries, when a person sees you with a beard, which was such a sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where the command is given, bil lucha, He commanded us to lengthen the beard, remove the mustache. It is a command of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that two people came from the, the, the non Muslims, the Persians, and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi refused to look at their faces. He turned his face away. And he asked, They said, Why have you turned your face away from us? He said, Who commanded you to shave your beards? They said, Our master, our Lord, Kisra, commanded us. The Wisdom said, But my Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded me to, to, to lengthen the beard, to keep the, the, the beard long. And the ulama say that the minimum is one first length the person must keep, uh, and, and he cannot cut less than this year. The person must cut, uh, keep the full, uh, full beard. The, 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 the reason why they give also why a person can cut after one first length is where Hazrat Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu great sahabi, he must have heard from the Wisdom, he used to cut his beard after one first length. So he definitely had heard from Nabi Sallallahu and understood it But less than that amount to cut will not be permissible for a person So anyhow, in, the, in our clothing, in our dressing, in our outward form, our hairstyles All of this, we've got the example of Nabi Sallallahu and This creates an identity So many people who are in those other countries If many times you go to Palestine A person sees you with a beard, he asks you, you're a Jew So actually the sign of a beard has become the sign of the Jews in those places And upside down it has become And a person... Who is a Muslim person, if you've got no identity, we, we cannot recognize I remember once, uh, some people, Muslim people were walking with me And we walked past one Hindu person, a non-Muslim person And he was an Indian person uh, So that they, they made salam to him, assalamu alaikum So I said, no, no, he's not a Muslim person, he's a non-Muslim person So they said, how, how must we identify? We do not know the difference between a Muslim and a non-Muslim Because uh, unfortunately, the non-Muslims And the Muslims look like exactly the same Whereas, if you look at the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, Don't wear this kind of clothing. These are the clothing of the kuffar. They are hadith. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, that, Don't wear this color of red. This is the clothing of the kuffar and disbelievers. Uh, don't wear your hairstyle like this here. These are the, the ways of the Jews. In many, many hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam tried to dis- show a distinction between us and the Yahud and the Nasara. Said, Our lifestyle is different. Our way must be different in every aspect. And the person, the more we will think about it, SubhanAllah, one thing I, I, I saw from my ustad and my sheikh. Abdul Hamid Many of us in our homes, there's nothing wrong with it. It's permissible 100%. We've got a sofa. A person will sit on the sofa. And uh, it's, it's for ikram. Somebody comes to your house, you make him sit on there. But even in that, our Mashaykh, we go against the, the flow, against the ways of the non Muslims. So, Hazrat, he's on his, what we learned from him to have on the floor, that the sofa was built especially, a person sits on the floor. We go to his office also, that the desks were made on the floor. So Everyone sits on the floor This was our tariqah The tariqah of the sahaba dhanum, How they would learn Quran Sharif They were set on the floor And one is the way of the non-Muslim people They've got the tables and the chairs And everyone is sitting up But we've got our own way We've got our own And really a person who's got his own way This is a person who will have honor in life And when we will follow other, the life of others Then this will bring disgrace to a person uh, we, 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 must, we must be proud Of our, our culture, our heritage The lifestyle of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and, and, and his way and we should not have an inferiority complex. But we must be proud. And when people must look at us, I will just end up with one incident. There was one person in America many years ago. Uh, this is also, as I'm mentioning, about maybe about 30, 40 years ago. When he had come, he had gone in, in the work of Dawud and Tabligh. He had come to America. He was a new, a new Muslim who had con- uh, reverted to Islam. And when he came to, uh, to America, he started making some effort here. So one person came to him. A person said, but brother, you know, you in America. People don't take very kindly to this kind of dressing. And uh, they will say that um, you rather wear, like, uh, uh, when you're in Rome, do as the Romans do. So rather act like this. They'll get frightened of you. They'll think you're a terrorist or whatever, a fundamentalist. Uh, so I also give da'wah to Islam, but I, I follow a different way. So he said, OK, you, so many years in, in America. You've given dawah. How many people have accepted Islam at your hands? So he said, no, a handful of people, maybe 10, 20 people. OK, you're working for 15, 20 years. And so few people accepted Islam at your hands. He said, I've accepted Islam six months ago and we're wearing this clothing I've given Dawah, 300 people have accepted Islam on my hands. SubhanAllah, in Sunnah there is life. In Sunnah there is light, there is barakat and blessings. So the more we will hold firm onto the Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah has kept barakat, Allah has kept blessings, Allah has kept goodness in that. And in this is our success, in this is our salvation. And Nabi Sallallahu said, Man ahabba faqad Whoever loves my Sunnah, he loves me. Whoever loves me, he will be together with me in Jannah What can be greater than having the companionship of Rasulullah So we should not have an inferiority complex And the more we can come closer to the sunnah of Nabi In every aspect of our life In our marriages also uh, People when they don't follow in the marriages The sunnah of Nabi Then we go to customs Recently we went to some other countries In Thailand, Indonesia, we asked them about the customs Nikah becomes so difficult because of customs That a person wants to get married He needs 100,000 of their money 200,000 before he gets married Whereas the sunnah tariqah is so simple, you see a girl, you want to get married, or you go with the, with the parents, you see a girl, you are happy to get married to her. You come to the masjid, you perform the nikah. If you can pay the meher, you pay the meher now. If you can't pay, pay mu'ajjal, you pay later on. Uh, the, the walima is simple. You give people a glass of milk, a little bit of kajur, Nikah is finished. So simple. The way of Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So one Buzruf said, this is how the simplicity of nikah is. But when nikah becomes full of customs, we leave the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then, nikah becomes difficult Zina becomes easy Fornication, adultery becomes easy So the more we go away from that lifestyle We're making our own life difficult One one, busuruk, one day he told the people Look at the Sunnat way of getting married Isn't that easy? He said, very easy He said, and look at the, your people's way You've got this custom, you've got this party And that party, and that party You've got the Christian way, you've got the Jewish way You've got the, the Hindu way, then you've got the Western way So many different customs you must have Isn't that difficult, so much of money, so much of cost He said, very difficult she so said, Why don't you follow the Sunnah way then? It's very difficult. And to follow the, the, the non Muslim way, it's very easy because the custom, unfortunately, has become, the environment has become such. Whereas the, the life of Nabi Sallallahu wa is the most simplest way. So may Allah grant myself and all of us tawfiq and ability that we think in our lives. We firstly have the love, learn the Sunnahs of Nabi, Sallallahu wa sallam, love the Sunnahs of Nabi, Sallallahu wa sallam, practice on the Sunnahs of Nabi, Sallallahu wa sallam, and we propagate the Sunnahs, make this a mission of our life that I will propagate the Sunnahs of Nabi throughout my life, Inshallah." And when a person does so, then the greatest, one of the greatest uh, gifts is many many people at the time when they passed away Then they were given a vision of, of seeing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa at that moment that he had come to take away their souls And people said that, please take my janazah quickly I can see the Nabi of Allah and the Sahaba waiting for me Because these were the people who held firm unto the sunnah tariqah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah grant myself and all of us tofik as a, as a small hadiah and a gift We've got these cards here yeah? I wish to be with my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa in Jannah these are five forms of salawat We read the 40 duruts Now mashallah Our elders also uh, There are many many forms Of, uh, of, of reciting Durud Upon Nabi Sallallahu wa sallam, But our elders They say that the form Which Nabi Sallallahu Himself mentioned Is the most superior So that is why They, they gather the 40 duruts together So there are many other uh, duruts You'll get dur- Durut of Tunjina And durut, uh, durut of Imam Shafi Rahmatullahi sallam, And Durud of this Buzruk And that pious person No problem You can read those But the words Which Nabi Sallallahu Himself mentioned The amount of barakat And blessings Which are found in there Will not be found anywhere else so in this, we've got five forms of Durud and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which he himself mentioned. And the speciality of them is that each one of them, he mentioned the virtue of them also. He said, this is the virtue of reading this Durud. So, we, so he actually mentioned the virtue there also and he mentioned the Durud of uh, which Durud a person must recite. So inshallah, we humbly request the brothers to take this here and not just to put it in our pockets and we keep it there, but we recite Durud in abundance to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One of my friends got a Durud group for females and females. So he encourages them to read Durud. And then every day, they must send in how much of the they're reciting. So, so he told me now, example, say in one day, we get 100,000 people, 100,000 duroids people have, have, have made. So he said, from the 100,000, 25,000 come from the men, and 70,000 come from the, the women folk. So the women did much more. From the 25,000 which come from the men, 12 and about 13,000 or 15,000 come from one madrasa, so blind madrasa. So they, all the students are, are reading every day. So from there, so only 10,000 are coming from the men. And the other three quarter is coming from the woman's side. So he was just showing me how, how weak men are in the reciting the root of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Today the whole day has passed. How many of us recited the Ruud upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? And how much Durud did we recite? So then, so I told him, no, no. The men got a lot of ikhlas and sincerity. They don't like to show off how much they reading. The women, they like to show off. That's why I try to cover up for the men. But Allah gave us taufiq, Inshallah, that we recite the root upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Uh, ulama say that if a person reads a thousand times, it's the experience. A thousand times the rule on the day of Jumu'ah. Before leaving this world, Allah will show him his place in Jannah. It comes in one narration, the narration is very weak. But this is the experience also. A person decides a thousand times the rule on the day of Easy, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Two hundred times after Maghrib you read, after Isha two hundred, after Fajr two hundred, after Jummah two hundred, after Asr two hundred. One thousand easily a person will do. It will take him uh, three or four minutes after every salah. And in this way, inshallah, a person will get a thousand du'as on the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. If we can't reach that level, at least come on to a hundred. Uh, but at least we try, inshallah, on the Jummah a thousand times, and daily at least we read a hundred salawat on the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This will also create the love of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam in our hearts, and will give us uh, the love of Sunnahs also. when We will recite du'aa upon the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah grant myself and all of us taufiq. Wa aakhiru da'wana. alhamdulillah, rabbil alamin. Subhanallah wabihamdihi. Subhanakallah wabihamdi k. anta astaghfiruka wa tuwalek subhanan rabbika rabbil izzati amma yusufun wasalamun ala mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin amin bir ya rahman rahmin